Hi, my name is Samuel Brady, and I'm in 12th grade at Pace Academy. Hear these words from Holy Scripture from Proverbs 17:17. 17, 17. A friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. to hold true every day for as long as I can remember is extremely evident in my life and experience here. Good morning. My name is Kent Morgan, son of Greg and Melinda Morgan and brother of Marilyn Morgan. I'm a senior at the Lovett School and will be attending the University of Georgia in the fall. Go dogs! <laughs> if someone asked me what, other than my family and friends, influenced me the most, my mind would go straight to this church. Northside has been my home for my whole entire life. I was baptized here, went to preschool here, Basketball, summer camp, BBS, anything I could do at this church, I did. So when sixth grade came around, I was so excited to start participating in the youth ministry after hearing about my sister's amazing experiences during choir tour, during the Metro Atlanta project, and weekly Sunday school and youth group. My sister felt like she belonged at our church. And although I was involved in so many parts before sixth grade, I still didn't feel like I had a place here. I remember the first youth group, Romans and Christians, where I walked where I watched my sister walk into the crowd with confidence, starting a conversation with just about anyone around her. Sitting there alone with no one to really talk to, I longed for that same feeling she had. Throughout my sixth grade year, I attended youth group, but I never made any real connections that made me eager to return. When youth choir tour came around in June, I was terrified, so terrified that I made my mom go as a chaperone on the trip. Like every year, my sister was so excited for choir tour. It was her favorite week of the year. So... I was hoping it was going to live up to my expectations, and sure enough, it did. Somehow, I ended that week with a whole new group of friends. It took me just seven days to achieve something that I had never done before, not even at my school. From there on out, I was excited to go to church. I had a, the group of friends I saw my sister have on that first night of NYF, and I felt like I belonged. I built a community for myself. At my school, I always struggled developing a group of friends. I never understood how I could form one so easily at church but was unable to at school. I relied on my church friends to be there when I needed them. In eighth grade, we got Lily's parents to take us to the lake for Labor Day. And I remember sitting on the dock late at night watching the stars, thinking about not uh, wanting to go back to school where I felt like I didn't belong. This group of people made me feel welcomed and appreciated. We were all there for each other. That lake trip reminded me what was important in my life and what God had brought me because of my participation in this church. While I would love to stand up here and talk about how we were always quiet, respectful kids, that would not be entirely accurate. From jumping out of windows, trying to sneak into the volunteer snack room during VBS, which I must admit I was falsely accused of, and getting, and getting into a shaving cream battle in the middle of MYF, to running around the church screaming and playing tag before MYF every single weekend, we did get ourselves into some trouble. But we were and still are eager to go to church and learn, learn more about God, somewhat peacefully. My strained voice after nightly map worship services, screaming the lyrics of songs that mean so much to me, let anyone know I'm inspired and unafraid to show my love of Jesus to the world. I think that it is a unique thing for a youth ministry to, to, to be able to let kids be kids, but also help them go out into the world and spread the love of God. I know every week I'll be able to come here and have amazing experiences, making memories and learning more about God. Throughout my years here, I've learned through the Bible and God how to treat other people and check myself when dealing with problems with others. I soon realized I can take what I learned at Northside 
um, with my group of friends and apply it to my school, a place where I never had that same feeling of connection with people. I thought to myself, I've been at Lovett since kindergarten, and it should, it should not take me this long to feel like I belong. I realized I need to start reaching out to people, showing kindness and acceptance rather than sitting back and judging everyone. At the beginning of 11th grade, I became eager to find a group of people at my school who I could be friends with, to build a community. I started with about three other friends who I'd been pretty good friends with for quite some time, and it didn't take me long to realize we all felt the same way and didn't have a set place at Lovett. Over the course of junior year, we slowly began reaching out to people in our grade who we were somewhat friends with. These were people I'd known for as long as I can remember, but I never, felt, uh, I never thought about reaching out to them. By the end of junior year, I was standing in a tuxedo next to all of them at our prom picture party, an event that I'd honestly been thinking about for quite some time because I didn't have a group of friends who I'd have a picture party with um, and be around during school events like prom. I finally had that same feeling of belonging at school. I no longer had anxiety about who I would sit with at lunch or hang out with during school events, and they're also here this morning, which means a lot to me. Similarly, during the same time, I was trying to form a friend group during spring of junior year. I was told by my tennis coach I was not going to be able to play on the varsity team, and I was going to have to play on junior varsity. Not only that, but all my junior classmates, some of which I was becoming friends with outside of tennis, made the varsity team. Devastated is an understatement of how I felt that day. I thought I deserved to make varsity. I had worked hard for so many years. I was mad at my coach, disappointed in myself, and jealous of my new friends, so I walked out. I decided to quit tennis. I felt too humiliated and too angry to play on a team with a bunch of ninth and 10th graders. But over the next few days, a part of me was telling myself I had made the wrong decision. So I prayed to God for guidance. And it was not long before I was sitting in the coach's office asking him if I could have my spot back on the junior varsity team. As much as I want to say those first few days of JV practice were better than anticipated, they weren't. I still felt humiliated and still jealous towards my friends on varsity. As time went on, I continued to work hard and started practicing up with the varsity team. I also um, began spending more time with my friends, hanging out with, them to, um, hanging out with them on weekends and walking with them to and from our different practices. Despite being on different teams, they quickly became my best friends. And I was soon brought up to varsity. And I was with the team throughout the end of the season and we won the state championship. But it wasn't even that day I knew I made the right decision. It was so much earlier than that. Although it took time, I eventually felt like I had a place on the varsity team. I was eager to go to practice every day to spend time with my friends, and I was proud of myself for not giving up. If I would have not come back, I know I would have regretted it. I don't know if I would have had as strong as a relationship with my friends, and I certainly wouldn't be walking around with a championship ring on my finger. As my fr friend Samuel said, Proverbs 17:17, 17, 17, a friend loves at all times, and a brother is born for a time of adversity. This Bible verse reflects on, my, reflects on my experiences through these parts of my life. During times of adversity and confusion, the people I've grown close to remind me of the good times that can come through difficult times. My closest friends or brothers that I have today are the ones that have been born from reaching out and taking chances when I had nothing left to lose or I felt lost. If you leave with one takeaway, let it be this. Don't be afraid of humility. Go out and take chances and try to create connections. Ask anyone who knows me. I overthink everything. Because of that, I have worries about reaching out to people. What are they going to think about me? Will they give me the time of day? Oh, I bet they already hate me. If you're like me, you will overthink it. But I've learned that the pros outweigh the cons. I also admit that I'm not 
I'm sometimes not the most welcoming person. Like a lot of you, I'm quick to judge people. And I also overthink how people judge me. But some of my best friends today are people that I made assumptions about years ago. I never gave them a chance. So I've tried my best as I've gotten older to not overthink and to give people a chance. And this has rewarded me with a sense of community in every aspect of my life. It is important to not give up on trying to build community when it gets harder, you feel lonely. Not everything is going to come easy, and you might not feel like you belong right away, but if you power through it, who knows what it could do for your life. I could have never come back after that first night of MYF that w- in sixth grade. But if I had done that, I would have never met my friends who have been such an important part of my life for so many years. And I would have never been able to take part in such amazing experiences Northside has brought me. The what-ifs are endless. I've walked away from so many times in my life with a better outcome than I even anticipated through my ability to create a community and place for myself. Northside has taught me things I don't believe could be taught in a classroom. I've learned how to create community, and I've used used this to help me find a place in almost every aspect of my life. This church has also shown me how to look to God for guidance and to know I'm never alone. Northside and my faith in God have helped me create connections with people both at my church and my school and to never give up when things get too hard. These are skills I value tremendously and will use throughout my entire life. I'm confident I can go to college next year with the ability to create a place for myself. There is a place for you. The mission statement I started this all out with is something Northside really delivers to our community. The community is inspired by this mission statement. While I not always known, I know now that there is a place and there has always been a place for me at this church. In Athens or any other part of the world, my connection with Northside will never die. I always know I have a place here wherever I go after I graduate high school in three months. This place has been my stomping ground for quite some time, 18 years to be exact. And of course, I'm sad to not be a student here anymore, but this place has prepared me so well for the future that I know I'm ready to go out and build a community somewhere else, while also keeping this community close to my heart. If you're in 6th, 7th, 8th, 9th, 10th, 11th, or even 12th grade, I encourage you to get involved. Go to youth group, choir, and sign up for math. You might not know a single person, but that gives you the largest range of people to become friends without anyone. If you're younger, I still encourage you to get involved in the children's ministries and get excited for when you reach middle school. If you're older, there's so much you can do at this church if you feel like you do not belong. I've experienced some of the greatest moments in my life after almost convincing myself to quit, to give up, and to not feel humiliated. You can guide your life in the direction you want it to go. You just have to be brave enough to do it. Please bow your heads with me. Dear God, thank you for this experience to share my words with the congregation. Thank you for being there for me these past few weeks as I prepare for this moment. And please watch over Lily as she comes up here to share these words with with you all. I hope that some of y'all took what I said to heart and will apply it to your lives. Amen. Now hear these words from Holy Scripture from Hebrews 12.1. Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a great cloud of witnesses, let us throw off everything that hinders and the sin that so easily entangles, and let us run with perseverance the race marked out for us. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Good morning. My name is Lily Bianchi. I'm a senior at Blessed Trinity, the daughter of Jenny and Greg Bianchi, 
the older sister of Lucy and Sally Bianchi, and next fall, I will be a freshman at the University of South Carolina. Go Gamecocks! Northside has always been a place where I feel welcome and where I can truly be myself. So when Nate Juvenile, the director of student ministries, asked me to come up here and speak to you all today, I was very excited. I have always felt at home at Northside, which has provided me not only a place to develop a strong faith in God, but a strong foundation to continue to grow in my faith. Because of that strong faith, I feel confident enough to come up here and speak to you all, and I am honored to have the opportunity to hopefully make all of you feel as much at home at Northside as I do. I am very thankful for my church family at Northside for giving me this faith and confidence. Similar to Kent, I grew up in this church. I was baptized here. I was confirmed here, both by Dr. Gill, and I've played sports here, served at MAP here, and I've had some of my favorite memories here. In Matthew 7, 24, the verse says, Therefore, everyone who hears these words of mine and puts them into practice is like a wise man who built his house on the rock. To me, the church is my house on the rock. Northside has always been my place to get away from anything bad happening outside of the church. Starting in sixth grade, I was able to attend youth group here, and I remember sitting outside a playground with my parents and both of them encouraging me to go. I distinctly remember them telling me how much fun youth group could be, but I felt nervous and even skeptical. However, I decided to give it a try and hope for the best, and it also didn't hurt that I knew that there would be a varsity food truck for dinner that night. I mean, I can think of a few worse ways than spending a few hours at church getting a good burger for dinner. And so that Sunday, I went to church and got to experience Romans and Christians. For those of you unfamiliar with this game, it is essentially a hide-and-seek game where the Romans attempt to find and bring the Christians to a jail while Christians try to run and hide from the designated Romans. Romans and Christians is a super fun game, and I really enjoyed discovering new parts of the church that I didn't even know existed until that point. Playing Romans and Christians was the first time I got to see the church as a fun environment where you don't have to always walk around reverently. In fact, I remember sprinting down these very aisles and hiding under these very chairs that you are sitting on, praying that the seniors wouldn't find me. From that day on, I began going to every youth group event, started going to youth choir, and became friends with people who are still my best friends today. Throughout my years of youth group, I have certainly had a lot of fun, but if you ask Nate, he might not agree with some of that fun. Kent and I have been involved in shaving cream fights, crawling out of windows in the atrium to sneak into the VBS volunteer snack room, even though, fun fact, Kent was in fact wrongfully accused, and getting into water fights with the adult leaders at MAP. Sorry again, Toll. So while you might be wondering, what is her point, or where is she going with this, let me explain. As you can hopefully tell, the church has been a special place to me and has meant a lot in my life, and hopefully the same can be said for you. On Sundays, I think I can assume the church means everything to you, but what about the other six days of the week, the times when we are away from church and are at school or college or the office or other activities? What can we do to continue to grow in our faith and get the help we need to deal with everyday obstacles during those other six days of the week? The answer is pretty simple. We can look to the Bible for these answers. We all know the Bible has detailed amazing, and amazing stories about God and Jesus, but perhaps even more importantly, the Bible provides us with a blueprint for how to live our lives and how to deal with challenges we all face in our everyday lives. Who can remember the first time they walked onto a field or into a gym or onto a court for a competitive tryout? Or their first serious job interview? Or their fraternity and sorority rush experience in college? I know I can. While I personally haven't experienced a serious job interview or sorority rush yet, I do know I can relate to tryouts for competitive sports teams. I remember my first competitive soccer tryout experience at Top Hat like it was yesterday. It was a nerve-wracking experience, and it can feel like you are walking to a lion's den all alone. And I do mean that literally. Walking all the way to the field where everyone was gathered, feeling the pressure of not making any mistakes, knowing all the coaches' eyes are on you and evaluating you. 
and those experiences can certainly feel intimidating. And so we're better to learn how to deal with walking into a lion's den than in the Bible and the story of Daniel's perseverance as he literally walked into a lion's den. If I had read that Bible story before my tryouts, I think it would be safe to say it would have soothed my nerves and given me some good advice before going to tryouts. Everyone can also probably remember the first time they competed in any sport or activity against what seemed like an insurmountable opponent. We look across the field or gym and think, the other team is just too big or is just too fast, and we question whether we have what it takes to compete and win. Where better to seek inspiration for such a contest in the Bible, where, for example, David shows us what bravery, determination, and smart thinking can do to defeat Goliath. Many people at one time or another will also likely feel like they have been betrayed by someone close to them. Where better to learn how to deal with these feelings and learn how to forgive one another than in the Bible, as Jesus was betrayed by and forgave Judas? The Bible offers us a guide as to how to deal with all of these situations and countless more. By a show of hands, how many people get on their phones for a few minutes each night before bed, checking texts or emails or social media one last time? Mom and Dad, your hands should be up. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Nearly every night. What if instead, we all committed to take even 10 minutes of this time and read from the Bible? I think that if we could spend just 10 minutes each night writing, reading the Bible, we would all feel a lot better about how to deal with the challenges that we each face each and every day. Another memory that I'm fond of at Northside is basketball. I played basketball here at Northside for four years. I was on a team with some of my best friends and our dads were the coaches. I loved every minute of playing basketball. I loved the weekly practices, the games, and everything in between. But out of all of those practices and games, something that has really stuck with me is the virtue cards that we were given each week. These virtue cards had a different virtue printed onto the card, and one week it might have been temperance, another week it might have been patience, and so on. I am very fond of these cards because they were the first time I had learned about some of these key virtues. I remember thinking to myself how special it is to get to play a sport where I can unleash my competitive side, and I was very competitive, and also learn more about these God-given gifts that would aid me in being a better person. So thinking back on this years later, I wonder, how can I be a better person today? How can we as a congregation be the better parts of ourselves? How can we as a church continue to establish and grow a strong foundation for other students like me coming through Northside? Now this answer might not be the same for everyone, but for me, I think this can be done by going back into the Bible and seeing how the various people in the Old Testament and New Testament acted virtuously. I challenge you to discover your own version of the virtue cards, whether this may be downloading an app on your phone that gives you daily verses from the Bible to think on, or joining one of the many Bible studies offered here at Northside. I encourage you to spend time learning and reflecting on the lessons that are taught in the Bible so that we as a congregation can continue to help another generation of people to love church as much as my friends and I do and continue to make Northside such a special place. If we can all commit to just 10 minutes of time spent reading and studying the Bible, I believe that we as a congregation would be much better prepared for the obstacles thrown at us on a day-to-day -day basis. I think a majority of us are familiar with the verse Philippians 4.13. In case you are not, the verse says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I encourage you to use this verse as motivation to find your own version of a virtue card and connect it to your own life. One way you could do this is by finding verses that are significant to you and consciously think and reflect on how this relates to moments in your life. And so if you are to take anything with you from what I have said, I would like for you to remember the verse that Samuel read for us from Hebrews 12.1. This verse says, let us run with endurance the race that is set before us. This verse is really special to me because it is painted on the wall in the gym, and I remember reflecting on it and thinking on it during my basketball games. And I believe this verse is telling us to have trust and faith in God, for he loves you and has a plan for you, and he wants you to be with him. 
So find your version of a virtue card and run the race that God has set in place for you so that we can continue to grow a strong foundation for future generations.